Confusion in a Crisis I personally know little about the slave revolt of Santo Domingo, but I did find a brief and informative history on a Brown University Library website that I'll link in my email and in the Facebook group. We know from the preface that Hugo made a study of it for the revision of Bugjargal, and that this story captures his perspective. Since this is a work of fiction, and since most of us probably are not scholars of the time, we can put aside judgments of whether he has represented it rightly, and instead focus ultimately on the deeper theme he wishes to convey, and more narrowly, in this scene, on the themes about what happens to people in a time of crisis. When the revolt begins, while the men should be making clear judgments and planning for decisive action, the situation instead degenerates into confusion. In the governor's office, politicians waste their time arguing over who can claim the credit of having predicted the revolt. The representative of the provincial assembly says they have long seen it coming. The member of the general assembly calls the claim false and points out previous failures to predict. The provincial argues that they stayed to study the colony while the General Assembly were spinning their wheels in France, etc. When the focus should be forward-looking and a pressing danger threatens, they are engaged in a juvenile contest over who can say, I told you so. Later, when one of them calls for the convocation of an assembly to decide what to do, this degenerates into a protracted political argument over whose assembly really represents the people. That, in turn, leads to a dispute between the politicians and the planters, the latter asking what is to become of the crops while these men argue over who represents the colony. On the plantations themselves, all is chaos, and in the words of the governor, fear has rendered the plantation owners cruel. Terrified by the threat of revolt, many have killed their own slaves, confined others under key, and made a scapegoat of the mulattoes blaming them without good cause for the disaster. Then we see the mixed-race plantation owner heap abuse on the mulattoes, saying it is their revolt and they alone are to be feared, in nothing but an opportunistic effort to separate himself from them. His blame of the mulattoes is not a sincere judgment, but a strategic move, to destroy in the minds of the whites who listened to him the opinion which threw him out in the despised class. We also see that this effort is an abject failure, since the men around him see right through it, and his cowardice only reinforces their contempt. The planter then slinks away in a humiliated rage we can expect to resurface as some other irrationality. All this argument then prompts a vigorous outburst from one who asserts that if he were governor, he would just throw them all out and assume authoritarian control. He would say, the king reigns and I govern, and he would throw all these pretended representatives to the devil. The problem, from his perspective, is all those revolutionary rascals trying to upset the world with sudden liberation. We also hear a voice emerge among them that is so abominable, so horrible, so barbarically cruel, that it prompts a moment of communion among all the rest. It is the citizen who recommends victory by terrible example, an example so unspeakable I'd prefer not to repeat it here. He is the rare, real monster among them, who not only prescribes this barbarism, 
but is perplexed by the shudder of horror it provokes. At first he thinks they only regard him as a hypocrite for not being willing to volunteer his own slaves, and so makes clear he will sacrifice them first. Then, surprised at being accused of cruelty, he inventories, as his defense, the list of negrophiles with whom he has corresponded. I'm sure there are more examples of the sort of political and moral confusion and vices that can arise in a time of trouble, but these were a few that stood out to me. Now, I'm not going to draw out any implications of these themes for our current crisis. That's not what I do. Here, we arm ourselves with the wisdom and insight of great artists, which each of us can, in the long run, endeavor to bring to bear on our own lives. But I will say that if connections have occurred to you, I wouldn't be the slightest bit surprised. <laughs>